listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Envision Advisors at Your Castle Real Estate. Hey everyone, Chris Lopez here, and this is our fifth episode in the Envision Advisors Rebrand and Get to Know Us podcast series. So in this one, I'm going to talk about the team. And this is the people we have on the bus and the way we've structured the firm. Because as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, the way we've structured the Envision Advisors is different than your typical real estate brokerage, real estate team, and just how most agents operate out there. So if you've read, uh, you know, like my personal investing strategies chapter in the uh, Denver Real Estate Investing Guide, you know, I'm a big fan of the concept of getting the right people on the bus. And I got that concept. I mean, geez, I think a couple decades ago from, I think it was Jim Collins' Good to Great book and just really where he dissected how businesses went from good to being great. And one of those X factors, for lack of a better word, was just having the right people on the bus. And the right people on the bus, they don't always, or they they really don't translate onto spreadsheets or, you know, the way we like to quantify investments. But when you have the right people on the bus, just really synergy and magic happens. So I'm going to walk you through and introduce you to a lot of the people on the team so you you know who they are and also how we've structured the firm. So before I do that, though, I'm going to back up a little bit and kind of give the backstory on how this has evolved as well. So as you know, I had the great fortune of being mentored by Charles Roberts years ago as I was getting into uh, real estate investing and becoming a real estate agent. And as Charles and I were working together, the original plan was, you know, I could learn from him, utilize his network and knowledge and start taking a lot of that to do some of the, the podcast and website content we we're creating. And then as I got more experienced and went from, you know, really shadowing and being mentored from, from him to start working, you know, deals myself. So after, as that transition was making, I started getting active out there, you know, writing contracts and getting the nuances out there, putting deals together. And Charles was, you know, really great at mentoring me. Say, hey, do this, do that. But after really like the first or second time we did this, I, I had the thought. And the, uh, very soon afterwards, I said to him, I was like, hey, Charles, like you have literally written like 10,000 or 15,000 contracts, either written or reviewed. Um, you know, he's closed hundreds of transactions personally, mentored probably hundreds of people throughout his time here at your castle. So he just has that experience that you only get by doing it for, you know, really a decade plus. And I said, you know, why am I doing something that you are an expert at in that one percentile and I've got areas that I'm an expert in? Why can't we just divide and conquer? He's like, well, you know, that's just how agents work. We do this, you do that. Everyone does this. And I was like, I I understand that's a model, but what about if we just focus to our strengths? And so as we were, you know, talking and developing our working relationships, it just became very clear and very obvious that by us focusing on our strengths would actually allow us to give a better client experience and get more deals done. So we're like, hey, it, it makes a lot of sense and we can all play to our strengths. And so that really all came together and started clicking, unfortunately, like two or three months before his brain aneurysm in October a few years ago. So we were on that track, and then unfortunately had that that health crisis. But that same concept has carried forward as you know our business has evolved and things have kept growing. And so let me get a little more insight into you know what Charles and I were talking about when it comes to the traditional real estate agent model. And I really think at you know at this point you know we're in 2020. Uh, it's 
the traditional agent model has become a little bit outdated and inefficient. And that's just because look at the, the typical agent model. They are a very impressive one-person show. And they're really doing everything. You know, they are, you know, an entrepreneur. They're out there generating business, working with clients, hunting down deals, showing properties, writing offers, going through the process, negotiating, doing follow-up. And it's just, it's a lot of work. And so a couple things happen throughout there is that as any person, you know, any agent or really any business owner or any person out there, as you do all this stuff, as you become more successful, your, your time and your focus gets crunched. And it's just a, a mathematical reality that there's only so many hours in a week uh, and so many, you know, weeks of the month type thing that, you know, the more successful you get, the more time crunched you get. And I say this because I have been there and done that in a in my previous business, which had a lot of similarities to being an agent, um, where I did that. And, you know, it was a very, very impressive, you know, one person show and doing what I did. But what happened is as we grew and I got busier, you know, my, my time, my focus got crunched, which led to not everything being 100% focused on that particular, you know, sales cycle with a client or getting a project done just because there are so many balls to juggle. So it kind of becomes almost, uh, you know, an enemy of your own success. Plus, the other thing I realized through there is that it's impossible for anyone to be an expert at every, every step in the process. Because there's so many different nuances throughout the whole real estate cycle from the, the education, the learning, the identifying, the showing properties, to contracts, negotiating, the follow-up, and all that stuff. There's just a lot of nuanced stuff there. And I'm a big believer, and I'll admit this you know, myself, is that I am really good at a handful of things. I'm pretty good at a lot of stuff. And there's a few things I'm just frankly not very good at. And that's just, I think, human nature. That's just how people are. So the way that we are building a different type of firm, the way we're structuring it is rather than taking that same model and having you know one agent do everything at the whole process, we're really taking this play to your strength, play to your interest, and this divide and conquer mentality. And that way, as clients work with us, they're having a, a handful of people work them throughout the process on the, you know, from their beginning journey to buying their first property to then that longer term portfolio building and optimization. You're having really a team of people go out there and wherever you are in that process, whether it's buying a property or optimizing your portfolio, you got someone whose expertise and their role is specific to that. And that way you're always getting someone's A game. Plus, the other thing, too, is just the reality of it is, is we have redundancy. You know, if you get a handful of people working with you, I mean, things happen. Uh, you know, like everyone, we like to take vacations. We like to unplug once in a while. Uh, we get sick, especially now during COVID with all the, the COVID scares and self-quarantines or someone gets sick. Like, hey, that can be hard to manage a business if you're, you know, hey, got quarantined for a few days while you get a test or, or whatever it is. So we have redundancy in there. And that way you can always make sure that the client has, you know, a handful of people who are bringing their A game. And plus, if, you know, something happens to one person, whether it's a vacation or get sick or whatever, um, there's always someone else or a couple other people there that's looped in, knowledgeable, and we can fill in, fill in any gaps there. And so I think the best analogy I can share here to kind of take away from real estate and business is a sports analogy. So I grew up always playing team sports and competitive sports. I just think, you know, number one, I enjoyed it. And I think it's just a, such a valuable skill for people that have been in that sports background and really that team environment. 
Because when you work on a team, it's really, you know, you are one piece of the puzzle and the team is always going to be better than one person. There's that synergistic effect. Hey, one plus one doesn't equal two, it equals five or it equals nine. You get that multiplier effect. And so the current analogy I'm going to use on here, and this is just because I started watching a couple weeks ago uh, called The Last Dance. I think it's, uh, I'm watching on Netflix right now, but it's a really cool series, a really cool documentary on Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. So Michael Jordan started his NBA career like a couple years after I was born. So I think I was, you know, in my, you know, 10 to teens in the 90s as, as Jordan the Bulls were really in that, you know, just their, their prime time. And so I remember growing up watching them, but I didn't really know a lot of the backstory. So I've enjoyed a lot like learning it. And plus, I, I forgot just how magical it was to watch Jordan play those, you know, do his uh, play his game. It's just it's amazing. But the takeaway here is that no matter how good one person is, one person is not going to win championships. Or, you know what? There's that odd scenario where they can, you know, carry a team to a championship for one year. But to have the dynasty like the Bulls did, you know, the multiple championships, the, the three-peats they had for championships, it's impossible for one person to do it. It's the team. It's the organization that really does it. And that's having people do their roles, do their specialties. And as you know, anyone that's played sports, you know, hey, person does this, a person does this, and you start playing the game or different opponents, you have to adapt your strategy. Or sometimes in cases where, you know, Jordan, he'd be getting, you know, double teamed or triple teamed, he would pass off to someone else and they would start scoring, scoring the, uh, the points to win the game. So it's the same analogy that I've always liked to apply to business. And what we are building here at the Envision Advisors is that same team analogy because I'm a firm believer, whether in sports or business, teams always win. Now, do they win every single game? Absolutely not. No one's 100%. But they win in the long run. They build the dynasties. They build the great businesses. And so that's really how we are structuring and building the Envision Advisors. And one more thing I'll note on there before I start introducing to everyone is that you're going to hear me reference us as a firm or a team. And so we are, you know, technical terms, we are a real estate team at Your Castle Real Estate, where we're our own organization or entity within Your Castle Real Estate. Now, there's a lot of real estate brokers out there, and there's a lot of real estate teams. Now, teams, in essence, are just almost like a mini brokerage within the brokerage. It's usually a group of people, or you know, I should say a group of agents, who share, you know, uh, common interests, common uh, common vision, common goals, and they have a common branding with them. But it's still a different type of structure than what we're building here, where for the most part, it's still like 90% some, or 90% of every agent working on his or her own, but they have a good support network, they've got camaraderie, and they're able to kind of, you know, just work together. But it's very different than the way we structure things, where we take that team approach as we work with clients and not only buying their first or next property, but doing that long-term game I mentioned in the previous podcast about you know optimizing your portfolio to basically win at like real-life monopoly. That's our goal, and that's what we're focused on here. So I spend a lot of time figuring out the best ways to introduce you to everyone and describe how we're working. And the best way I could think of was actually just kind of walking you through the typical client experience of how you'll meet people, when you'll meet them in the process, and what roles they'll play on here. So hopefully this makes sense. If you got questions, definitely reach out afterwards. 
and I'm happy to clarify on here and just make sure that we can, I can do a better job of describing it because this is definitely one of the things that's making us very, very unique. So most of the time when people reach out, I'm going to be the first point of contact. And that's, that's what I enjoy doing. So the role I really enjoy doing in helping people in their journey of, of real estate investing and reaching financial independence is number one, figuring out, figuring out their strategy. And everyone is different. And figuring out a person's strategy, to me, it's just, it's a game. You know, hey, we meet with someone, we do discovery phone call, we do some follow-up uh, emails, review some information, talk again, and we start gathering all the pieces of the puzzle and saying, okay, based off of your long-term goals, your timeline, your current situation, uh, your capital, your monthly savings rate, where you are in life, hey, are you able to nomad, or you want to do this, or do this, or do that, we can start saying, hey, here's a couple options that are coming to mind, and as we start working through the process, as we work at, you know, look at properties, you work with the rest of the team, we start teasing out option one, option two, option three, and we eventually get it clarified, and hey, here's the, here's the best strategy. So I like, I like helping people identify their strategy because it's always different. It's always unique. And from like my competitive nature, it's just, it's always a game. You know, how can we, how can we put the pieces together here and, and make it happen? So in addition to that, I really enjoy doing the financial modeling, you know, running out, hey, if you got this scenario, how's that play out in five years, seven years, 10 years? And that's really blending into the portfolio analysis that we're building out as well. And we'll be talking a lot more about that in the future. I really enjoy analyzing deals, uh, and I'm very good and also really enjoy networking, whether that's in person and also blending in using things like the podcast and some online marketing, which gives me and the organization just amazing reach, which allows us to build a great network and get to know people, which leads to opportunities and deal flow and all sorts of good things. Now, a lot of times when people come through, we're able to help them put a deal together or buy that property. But sometimes based on their goals, we're, do, we're not the right fit or I don't know the answer, but I often know or someone on our team knows who the right person is through our networks. Like, hey, you know, I don't know or we're not the right fit. Hey, talk to this person. Suddenly send you an intro email and you guys start talking. And I like doing that too because in, in the long run of actually helping people and building that relationship, you win in the macro. Now, do we always do every single transaction? No, absolutely not. But in the long run, we will win by helping people and building those relationships, which just comes back to, you know, kind of like compound interest. It just gets better and better every year as we help people and network grows. And lastly, I really enjoy just educating, helping people kind of figure out what they should do, uh, putting their strategy together, as I said, optimizing their portfolio. So it all kind of blends together. Now, as I start going into these, uh, introducing the next team members, one of the things that I learned in my previous business and one of my early mentors taught me was that you'll get the best people by getting people in transition. And so that is people transitioning from you know one career to the next or moving because maybe their spouse moved or the business they're with is, is fading away or they're getting back in the workforce from starting a family you know, so they're in transition. So I've always kept an eye out for talented people in transition. Because when you when you get people like that, you get them on a metaphorical bus, you can get some amazing people where if they've already got their career up and running, you're not gonna be able to get them in the first place because it's already established. But if we can get those people now and help them grow and help them get established, we get the benefits of that. You get the benefit of that. And so what happens is you get people that are that are motivated, 
that are hungry, that want to grow, that share a common vision. And that just goes back to that synergistic, synergistic effect that comes into play as you get everyone, everyone on the right team. So I think, I don't want to say 100%, but I think pretty much everyone on the team has basically been in, in some point of transition, and it's been a great win-win for us as an organization and them in their you know, career arc as well. So a lot of times now as you reach out to me, uh, one of the first points of contact you'll talk with is Walker Noon, and he's got two roles with us. One is that he is my, our client relationship manager, and so that really means he's helping out with scheduling, making sure details are getting done, or after we talk, hey, we'll send you this or do that, he's making sure all those details gets done out there. And the other thing he's doing is he's getting into residential real estate as an agent. So Walker's got a really impressive background he grew up in commercial real estate. His dad was in commercial real estate, so he grew up, you know, learning that, stopping by properties, uh, you know, on their way to, you know, little league games and all that stuff. So he grew up in that culture, and just it was a natural fit for for him to get into commercial real estate. Well, after about I don't know, like three years or so in commercial real estate, he realized a couple of things. One is he didn't want to help people just lease and buy those commercial properties. He wanted to be the owner of the properties. And as he was learning real estate and investing, he realized the you know residential out really piqued his interest. And then I think earlier this year, he and his wife bought their first house hack. So he said, hey, I can get to my path of real estate ownership a lot quicker by house hacking than can by buying a $3 million commercial building. You know, 5% down on a $4,000 house, a little more attainable than a 30% down on a commercial building. You guys knew the math there. So it worked out when we published our podcast a few months ago uh, that we were expanding. He reached out, he was looking to transition from commercial to residential real estate. So a great, talented person in transitioning into real estate. So he's helping us out and also learning all the nuances of real estate while he's building his real estate business as well. So one random note as we are talking about Walker and as we talk about working with the team, uh, you know, the other team members is as we start working together, please, please hit reply all on emails. Uh, it makes a huge difference for us because it means you get a quicker response and every team member is looped in. So hit reply all. We're not doing the annoying email change where we blast out 90 people with a video of a dog or something um, where you want to be off that email. This is for you know details to your transaction and your real estate portfolio. So hit reply all so everyone's looped in there. You may email me and I may add two people to email. Just hit reply all. Um, <laughs> so... After that point, after you, we kind of do the initial discovery call, maybe trade a few emails, talk once or twice, a lot of times we'll move to that investment consultation. And this is often where one or two other team members will be looped in. And these will be various agents on our team based off of their, uh, I'll loop in the person I think is a best fit based off like your area of interest and geographic uh, interest as well. So I'm going to go through everyone just to introduce you to all the agents that are out there, you know, doing the day-to-day -day deals and putting the transactions together. So first of all, I'll mention is Preston Newberry. I think most people, you know, know Preston. He's been quite a few podcasts. He's been, you know, helping us build us out the last couple of years. So I originally met Preston because as I was working with Charles, he was also being mentored by Charles as well. He was really being basically like Charles's right-hand man and, you know, analyzing properties running around town, showing properties, uh, getting things done, helping with this, helping with that. So just, you know, he basically went through like the Charles Roberts bootcamp. So just learn a tremendous amount. And then he was just getting to the point where he was kind of graduating bootcamp, I'll say, you know, hitting that point in his career where he was very knowledgeable, knew everything, building his own book of business, uh, working with his clients. And then Charles had his unfortunate health accident. 
So it was very just a natural progression for us to work together. And so what Preston is doing now is he's really turkey, uh, turning his focus on uh, multifamilies, like more the medium-sized multis, like that five to twenty unit range, and also doing some small commercial properties. I see, you know, small commercial, you know, a couple million to a few million dollars in commercial real estate, and that's because we have number uh, one, his interest is going that way, but also we've just kind of naturally fallen into this niche. We mentioned in the previous podcast where it's just a really good opportunity out there for us to carve out that niche for us because it's often too small for a lot of the bigger commercial brokerages to to come into. And a lot of the residential agents, uh, you know, they don't know all the nuances of there. So we kind of fell on that just, but based off of our, our knowledge, our network, it was just a great fit. We've gotten really good traction on there. So he's really uh, starting to build out that niche. Um, for example, like, you know, we're really doing a, quite a few transactions in that, you know, five to 15, five to 20 unit uh, uh, multifamily range. We're getting to more commercial properties. You know, right now, a property that we're listing is uh, like a $2.8 million commercial building um, in a great part of Denver that's going to be a development play, most likely for like low income multifamily housing. And I'll talk more about that in a minute, but it's just these great opportunities are popping up. And so as a side note on there, if you guys want to invest in there, reach out to us. Um, we've also gotten a few opportunities and deals with other agents, uh, primarily at your castle, the brokerage we work with, where they've got you know a friend or a colleague from the network that wants to sell a building. For example, this $3 million listing that Preston's working on came from a fellow agent at your castle that had the, the contact, but didn't quite have all the nuances on knowledge on how to make it happen and put it together. So she reached out to us and we're able to put it together. So if you want to get into that market or you have a deal as another agent, reach out to us. We're happy to talk to you and help you out with that. So one note before I move on, uh, Preston is still working with all of the existing clients. We have a lot of clients that we developed and are helping to build their rental portfolios. We're helping them house hack and nomad. So Preston is still working with all the existing clients, but kind of going forward, his focus is moving on to that small commercial and multifamily space. All right, so the next team member I'll introduce you to is Lauren Valinotti. So she and I connected, I think about three years ago from the day I'm recording this podcast or you know, within the month or so. And so she had just moved here to Denver and she was, I remember she was telling me she had some long road trip to like Lake Tahoe or Lake Powell and she kind of binge listened to the, the real estate investing podcast. And then she reached out to off of there because where she moved from, her background was helping small businesses do a lot of online marketing. And then she wanted to get into real estate. So she used that marketing expertise to help some investors go out there and put together some you know, marketing campaigns to reach out to sellers directly and actually worked on putting the deals together from like the deals acquisition side. So she's got that great knowledge of, of drumming up business. And, and most importantly, I, I don't know how to quantify this, but just that, that, that make it happen attitude you know, the, the right drive, the right personality, the right skills, the right knowledge, and the right, hey, I'm not quite sure how to do this, but I'll figure it out. And so it just makes things happen. And so as we were expanding uh, a few months ago, she was my first phone call because we met three years ago, uh, impressed by her, liked her. We'd stayed in touch just as friends and as colleagues, um, and just kind of waiting for the right opportunity where we could eventually work together. Uh, finally came around, so I'm thrilled to have her on the team. And just give an example, like the way she can put deals together. And this is just one of a quite a handful of recent transactions that we've worked, worked together on. For one of her clients that wanted to nomad, 
you know, somewhere in like the Highlands or West Highlands area, you know, a hot part of town, very competitive to put it, you know, to make an understatement. Uh, she's out there just, you know, you know, networking my MLS, but then, you know, there's a property being renovated. There's a dumpster in front of it. So she starts, you know, researching the property. Oh, it's an LLC looking through the layers of LLCs, finding the company behind it and finding the big parent company uh, behind that as well. And then reaching out, getting through all the right people, eventually talking to the right person. And from that, able to get some deals, you know, before they hit the market and put things together. So just very creative and very willing to just get the job done to make the deal happen. So great at putting deals together. And also another one of her specialties is what we're calling the fix and list. Uh, she's been doing this for a number of years where when it comes time for someone to sell the property, and this could be true for someone's primary residence or, you know, think about, you know, like your parents' house that might be dated from the 1980s, now it's time to sell, um, or an investor selling a rental property after a number of years or decade or two, there's usually a handful of options. Sell as is, and you'll get this price. Put in some money, you know, a light cosmetic rehab and hopefully get a higher price. And also maybe do a more full rehab, you know, kitchens, bathrooms, a full makeover and get a higher price. So she's really good at, you know, putting the, the proposals together, running comps and find that sweet spot, finding that sweet spot for when it makes sense to go out there and spend this amount. So, hey, you spend a dollar, we should get three dollars on the back end for that. So putting that together, you know, knowledge with the, the contractors, the comps, funding it, uh, knows all that very well. So. Lauren's a tremendous asset to the team. So you'll definitely be hearing our podcast and meeting her as you're working with us. The next team member is Scott Kimball. So I actually, again, met Scott through Charles Roberts. And this was actually very early on as I was learning from Charles because I realized I was working with Charles. I had a great mentorship opportunity and I'm willing to do whatever it is and do whatever I can to learn from someone. And so for a lot of that stuff early on with Charles, I was like, hey, dude, I will just chauffeur you around from property to property, meeting to meeting so I can be with you, listen to like one side of your phone calls and just kind of get all these nuances, which, you know, you can't really get from training manuals or books, but just by being around and hearing people and having those little snippets of conversations. Well, why'd you do this? Oh, this is why or that. And so as I was doing that with Charles, I remember that one of the phone calls he was making was with Scott. And so Scott's background is he's been investing for, I think, 20 years, maybe a little bit longer here in Colorado, kind of all over the state. And when he was working his job, he actually got his real estate license a couple years after he started investing to help his you know, own investments and start working with people. And he was like one of the first like 10 or 15 or 20 agents at your castle. So he goes, he goes way back and has some of that great knowledge on there. And so he had reached out to Charles because, you know, obviously Charles helped him as an agent. Charles helped him buy a few rental properties and just as friends. And I remember hearing one side of the conversation, him talking to Scott, when he hung up, he was just filling me on Scott's background. He said, Hey, Scott's a great guy. When you get the chance to meet him, definitely, you know, talk with him and, and get to know him. So I don't know if Scott knows this and don't want to sound creepy, but I kind of met him through, you know, one side of conversation. But from that, you know, Scott and I, I can't remember how we officially met, but, you know, just in the office and trainings and, you know, started trading emails and five minute, 10 minute conversations here and there, just start developing a relationship. Well, a handful or a number of years ago, uh, Scott hit a point where he had a really good real estate portfolio and, you know, he'd been working in IT for a number of years and his interest was really in real estate investing and helping people go out there and buy rentals and also helping people buy their primary residences. So Scott made the full-time transition a handful of years ago into being a full-time real estate agent. 
And then we've obviously stayed in touch. And then as we grew the firm, he was just another great fit because he's got, you know, years of knowledge and he's also got a lot of that institutional knowledge of being around your castle, being around Charles, being around Lon Welsh and a ton of other agents and investors and, you know, as as your castle has grown. So he's got like just that invaluable institutional knowledge that he has. So extremely knowledgeable in investing, the nuances of, of being an agent, the contracts, and just pays attention to details and gets the deal done. So something else I want to kind of highlight here, because Scott has this, you know, he was able to follow his passion, like he enjoyed his career, you know, his corporate career. But as with a lot of people, hey, enjoyed it, kind of ready for something new. And because he had built up a good investing business, been building his real estate agent and business, his agent business on the side for a while, he's able to pursue his passion. So like Scott, all of our team members, they are passionate about investing. They are passionate about being an agent. And again, that doesn't quantify onto a spreadsheet, but when it comes down to like working with clients, getting things done, it makes a huge difference because people, you know, we're doing this because we enjoy it, which is a very different experience. Oh, I'm just doing because it it's, it's my paycheck. So we are passionate about doing this. So just a side note there that makes me excited about all the team members. So the next team member I'll, I'll introduce you to is Stacy Rosansky. So Stacy got interested in real estate and investing when she was in college, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm sure a few of you guys can relate, that, you know, relate to that story out there. But like a lot of people, that's how she got started uh, in real estate. And so for the last 10 years, actually for over 10 years, she's been working with Habitat for Humanity. And for a number of those years, she's been focused on their real estate acquisitions program. And she's done everything from one-off condos to renovate and resell, to taking down vacant land, to set for townhome development. So just has a lot of understanding about you know finding properties. And of course, working with an organization or institution like that, really like knowing all the details and being very thorough. So she's an expert at zoning, working with different cities and jurisdictions around Denver, and just knowing about like all those nuances. And one thing she's really knowledgeable on is ADUs or additional dwelling units. And as all you listeners know, ADUs are a really hot topic. And I think we're getting really close to time. We're going to hit critical mass with ADUs here in the Denver market where zoning is catching up. Uh, hopefully pricing makes sense. And she's really carving out that niche, extremely knowledgeable on there about ADUs and is really just focused for herself um, on helping clients go out there and figure out their, their strategy, kind of peeling back the, the secrets of real estate and helping them understand the process and go out there and execute on the strategy. So she's been investing a number of years uh, in Denver, also out of state, has some, long, uh, you know, some uh, long-term rentals, does some short-term stuff, so she's just got her hands in all sorts of investing around town, even some out-of-state experience as well. So extremely knowledgeable. You guys will be hearing her on future podcasts as well. So next person I'll introduce you to is Ashley Steger. Now, kind of as a side note, just in her background, which I want to talk about and also give across the whole team, is like a lot of us, she played sports. She played team sports as a young child and eventually up to like the Vision One softball in college so that that competitive team sport nature that she has and all of us has, I think it's, again, invaluable and helps us just, number one, come together as a team and get everything, you know, across the finish line, but also the competitive nature to get things done. So she's got that background, like a lot of our agents as well. 
So before she got started into real estate investing and then becoming an agent, her previous career was a mental health therapist. So one of her strengths is the ability to listen and connect. And I'll really say to peel back the onion and truly understand like, hey, what's that end result? What's that end goal the investor wants? So very good at, at listening and then asking the right questions to get down to those important details. So that skill is very important. So that was her previous career. And then, you know, she started a family. And then while she was a stay-at-home mom, uh, she started getting into real estate investing. So her and her, her and her husband started investing then, and she really just, you know, realized she had a passion for it, for investing, understanding the numbers, and that led her getting into her becoming a licensed agent as well. So she's got experience with out-of-state investing, uh, knows investing here in Denver, so a great resource for talking about, hey, is investing out-of-state the right move, investing here in Denver, pros and cons to both. And there are definitely some opportunities there where it makes sense to invest out of state while you're investing here in Denver. So she is very knowledgeable on that. You'll be hearing her in podcasts. I encourage people to reach out to her with questions. Uh, very knowledgeable, very passionate about investing, and loves talking about it. All right, the next team member is Jenny Bayless. Now, a lot of our podcast listeners have already met Jenny because we did a handful of podcasts on the Colorado Springs market, I think a couple months ago. But just to make sure everyone knows who she is and to reintroduce you to her, uh, her background is actually as a CPA. And then while she was, you know, working her job, she realized to meet her own, you know, financial goals and to build wealth, she needed to do more than just, you know, work her job and save in a 401k. So she got into real estate investing. And actually, she started initially doing some out-of-state investments. Like a lot of people, you know, the numbers were very attractive, cash flow looked great. So I think her first two investments were out of state, and then she bought a Colorado Springs, uh, Colorado Springs rental property. And after owning both, she realized that the Springs was a better fit based on performance and also being a local market. And then she's put all of her focus on investing here in Colorado Springs and has transitioned out of doing out of state investing. So as a complete side note, I think it's going to be the next podcast after this one. Um, she put together a very detailed. A presentation on her first out-of-state property, which was in Indianapolis, compared to her first uh, investment property here in Colorado Springs. So highly recommend everyone listen to it. It's great. And also the episode is kicking off a brand new podcast that Jenny is launching, which is the Colorado Springs Real Estate Investing Podcast, because she's having a lot of success down there. We have a lot of people interested down there. She's going to really replicate what we're doing on this podcast and bring together deal analyses, market updates, uh, trends, interviews, all that good stuff, but make it local to the Springs market. So check it out and get the details on the podcast. And so as she was building her real estate career, she started with uh, you know a couple Burr properties and just has a lot of experience in buying properties on market, off market, wholesaling, seller financing, uh, but all with the end goal of doing buy and hold rental properties in the long run. So definitely has some experience with some creative deal structure as well. So after you know, a couple of years of doing that, while she's still you know working her job as a CPA, she decided to get a real estate license to help her own investing and also start helping clients. And after a couple of years of doing that, she goes, hey, she really likes it. And then wanted to transition from her, you know, her CPA career into full-time investing and full-time uh, agency because that's what she really enjoyed doing. Again, she was following her passion and her interest and her abilities, her investment portfolio allowed her to make that transition. 
So again, she reached out from that podcast we put out a few months ago where we were we made a call out that we were expanding. And she'd been listening to the podcast for a while and just talked about her experience down the Springs. And the Springs was on our radar, more of like a medium-term goal, you know, a couple years down the road. But she reached out, we talked, and I was like, wow, I think it's time to bump up that goal to the day because I think it's a really good fit. So kind of long story short, you know, we talked with her. I remember looped in Jeremy Lambert, who does a lot of the agent relations here at your castle um, to, you know, talk about her experience and meet her and all that stuff. And she had started out when she got a real estate license with a, a very popular and well-known brokerage around town, but they're a discount broker. Where, hey, you, you know, give them a few dollars a month and you can hang your license there basically. So, you know, it's a very low cost brokerage, but there's you know very little or non-existent like mentorship and support. And Jeremy looked at her production, talked to her. She's like, you know what? If she's working a job, she's investing and she's able to do those type of transactions with no support. She's a go-getter. Just say yes and, and get her on board. She's got the right, she's got the right uh, mixture of everything to make it happen. So we had the same feeling, uh, just made sense to partner and just been great since then. So what's going on there is she's really building out the, the Colorado Springs uh, division, so to speak. And the great thing is, you know, she, you know, is an active agent, active investor down there. We're able to piggyback a lot of the infrastructure we have here in Denver down the springs and she's building more infrastructure more local inf infrastructure down there as well with her network uh some other agents help you know run around show properties hunt down deals and so she's building that infrastructure down there as well so extremely knowledgeable you'll be hearing a lot from her on the new Colorado springs investing podcast all right so all those agents i just introduced you to are really you know they're they're full-time agents and they're main focus is finding properties, putting deals together, putting offers in, and handling all those uh, dates, deadlines, negotiating to get deals done. Now I'm going to shift focus to introduce you to some other team members that are all licensed agents, uh, but they have different roles with that organization. So the next person I'll introduce you to is Chelsea Scott. And I believe the previous podcast is where you really got to meet her the first time and really talk about the portfolio analysis. So hopefully you listen to that and you're probably impressed with her background because she's got a great background. And again, she's just another talented person in transition that we're able to grab. So she came out to Colorado originally uh, to study and for education, which included a master's in real estate finance, construction management, and development at University of Denver, and then eventually became a licensed realtor many years later. But after graduating, she got into the world of real estate commercial lending and this was mainly for like large institutional investors or you know families with private equity that invest in multifamily and commercial and industrial real estate here in Colorado. So she learned a tremendous amount about how loans are issued and then how loans are serviced on an annual, quarterly, and monthly basis. And obviously in that world, it's, it's very different, tons of compliance and just a completely different world we're dealing with strip malls and mega shopping centers and subdivisions and big multifamily projects. So obviously brings a very different experience to our, our team there, which is great. After she worked with there, she moved over to land acquisition for a major production home builder. If I said the name, everyone would recognize the name here. And the way this, she describes it is it's literally land acquisition bootcamp. So she learned everything from land entitlements to design review, to reviewing pro formas and understanding the sales cycles, the time value of money, offsite expenses, the metro districts, 
the infrastructure and services needed to create brand new subdivisions, reading conceptual plans, all the way from like in the big picture to like the grading plan for the bulldozers. And so just really got to learn everything from like end to end. So very different experience and, and very knowledgeable on there. And then after that, she moved on to another firm where she started writing market studies for affordable housing and market rate multifamilies. And she shared me one of these reports, and I'll be honest, I did not read all of it, but they're like 200 plus page reports, which are extremely detailed, you know, and it's because, you know, these are multi-million dollar investments that these companies are doing, so they have to really do their due diligence. So she would, you know, travel out to sites here in Colorado, around the country, and do all the digging and analysis and talking to people and, you know, probably sometimes interrogating some people, get the information, but really just were able to put together that great information. And as she said, doing that that pivot from land acquisition and then going on to these these uh, market reports, she learned to speak municipality. So she worked with a lot of local governments, um, you know, all different ranges to figure out zoning and processes and uh, all these different things that you do. And so she brings a whole different experience and background to our firm, which is extremely unique. And so, uh, you know. A while ago, she started getting into really serious about investing for herself. She's like, hey, I've learned all this stuff. She says, people making money. I want to get serious about my, my own investing. So she started investing, then realized getting a license would probably be a great fit. And then she and I started talking about uh, us working together more as an agent and client. And as we were talking and know each other, I said, hey, I, I want to run an idea by you. And then, as they say, the rest is history. Because once I kind of gave her the rundown as to what we were building here with the Envision Advisors and where I thought her talent and background might be a great fit. She's like, yes. And then we just have been off the races since then. So while she's a licensed agent, her main focus is going to be doing a lot of the portfolio analysis, which is doing that longer term planning with people, help them optimize her portfolio. Uh, she's going to be also doing some deal acquisition. A lot of times like bigger projects, you know, the small, you know, the commercial properties, um, and and those types of properties, for example, like that uh, you know, three million dollar ish listing that Preston's working on, um, she knows the developer and actually I think worked somewhere or wrote the report for like the lot next door to it. So just has that you know years of experience of networking knowledge. Which, oh yeah, I know this and this and this. And, hey, we should call this and do this. And then hey, we'll call these four people in the city and we'll get this information. So again, just tremendous knowledge and experience she brings to the table. So also doing some analysis. Uh, and really more like opportunity zones, Denver in Enterprise zones, qualified census tracts. So some some bigger plays there with all these different government agencies and tax incentive programs. Very, very knowledgeable in that and knows how to put those together and knows the right people to talk to. And also just kind of putting deals together. So she'll be doing a lot of work with people as you start that portfolio analysis. But the also the other term I can use for, and this is probably not the best term, but all I can think of is, you know, a floater. She's going to be floating around the whole process, helping things, doing something here, doing something here, doing something here. And she'll just be, you know, someone behind the scenes, helping to put all the deals together and helping you optimize your portfolio. All right, before I move on to our next team member, um, as I was putting together my notes here, I made an asterisk on here because this popped my mind while I was preparing for this podcast. And I remember, I think a lot of you guys have been to the Investor Success Summits which is something that your castle and pine financial they used to do like you know two times a year 
and then one time a year, then COVID hit, but you know, it was at the uh, PPA Center downtown, and it'd be like a great all-day event for networking. So while I was, you know, being mentored by Charles, I was just, you know, working the table, doing anything could help out with that, um, with that uh, event, and I learned a lot from there and got to network. But I also had the opportunity to read a lot of these like uh, survey feedback forms that people would fill at the end. And I remember reading the some surveys from the very first one I went to, and there were a couple comments from people just saying, hey, it was great, but can you get some women up there to talk about it? And I remember asking Charles, like, hey, like, you know, what do you say to when these feedback forms? He's like, I don't have a great answer. He's like, this is not the first time nor the last time that people have this request. He's just like, I just, unfortunately, it's all just like, male dominated for the most part. Uh, and so you can see here, I just have rattled off a handful of women and there's some more to come. So you can see here, we have some very talented ladies who are investors and also real estate professionals. So hopefully we can help handle that uh, issue out there in real estate investing. It's very male dominated because you're gonna be seeing a lot more from these women out there, both on the podcast and content side. And as you work with us, and they're going to be doing also some, you know, specific content and events towards women investing in real estate as well. So very happy to have such a talented team and also having some talented ladies on the team as well. All right. So speaking of talented ladies, on to our next one, Katie Heinsohn. So Katie's background is that she worked in sports for a handful of years, I think at least five years or more from all levels, from like local grassroots to national tournaments to Olympic and to professional sports events. So just has been in that world, again, that competitive uh, world of playing sports. And to even rewind from there, because, you know, sports don't always lead into real estate investing. But from a very young age, she unofficially got started into real estate investing because as a, as a young kid growing up in Conifer, her dad would take her around on quads to different new build construction sites and they would, you know, play at construction sites, climb framing, you know, playhouse. Oh, here's a bedroom. Here's this. Guess all the stuff. She got into real estate you know, interested in real estate back then without knowing about it. Then fast forward into her 20s, um, and her dad encouraged her to stop renting and go out there and buy a small townhome, basically go out there and house hack. And she did, and she says, again, that's one of the best things she could have done because it got her into investing and starting to build her own portfolio. And then officially, a couple years later, she got started into real estate uh, because uh, one of her jobs ended up not working out, and then she ended up being a receptionist with Year Castle. Well, from there, your castle quickly realized that she was, you know, talented, knowledgeable, and she started moving up in the administrative side. And she learned the ins and outs of real estate transactions, the business side, the brokerage side. And she was also giving a great opportunity to learn about property management and the commercial side of real estate. Then after a couple of years of working with your castle, uh, she reached out to Charles Roberts and she said, Hey, I really love learning from these amazing people. I love, you know, investing. And should I maybe get my own license? <laughs> and she said that Charles looked at her dead in the eye and said, I think you're an idiot. Probably not the, you know, the response anyone expects. And she was like, what? And, and to preface that, he said, I think you're an idiot for not getting your license sooner. And so same thing. She started you know, working with Charles. And she's had the great benefit of what we call going through both the Charles Roberts and Law & Welsh Boot Camp, which is, again, just great knowledge from learning, you know, from, learning from, from great investors here in Denver. So... What happened there and how she started working with us, because she's no longer with you know the Your Castle uh, brokers, but now with the Envision Advisors, is in her own career arc, it was time for her to transition out. And we happened to be looking for someone to help us with the operations. Um, somehow she heard about it. We started talking. I was like, yes, 100% fit. 
you know, let's work together. So again, the rest is history. So she's a licensed agent. She does a handful of deals a year for herself, uh, some friends and family and clients, but really her main role is running our operations here. So a lot of behind the scenes stuff. So she literally makes sure that everything gets done, all the details get done, that all the different agents and divisions all are talking together and they sync up. And so since she grew up in, you know, grew up in real estate, you know, at, you know, from a little kid to investing to working on, on the Your Castle corporate side, again, just has this great knowledge of all like how everything works, which is invaluable to us. All right, the next team member I'll, I'll introduce you to is Jessica Green. Now, she was on a couple of podcasts with me and Preston talking about, you know, how we're building out the Envision Advisors. And so our story with Jessica, again, she's another talented person transition that we're able to get on the bus, so to speak. Uh, she grew up in Colorado. Uh, she became a licensed agent in the early, I think, early 2010s. And she was, you know, been a licensed realtor. And then she started doing some file review for your castle, which means that as agents submit their files to your castle, they get reviewed. Basically, make sure all the T's are crossed, I's are dotted, all the contract stuff is in place, just all those details um, that they would review before they you know, issued the, the commission checks to agents, but also more important to make sure that the agent, the transaction, and the brokerage was in compliance. That way, if anyone ever got audited, everything was good to go. So high level attention and detail. From there, obviously your castle saw talent there. She became a managing broker. And the managing broker is required for every real estate firm to have. And they are the people that uh, help coach agents, whether they're new or as, you know, even experienced agents as weird things happen transactions. They're the ones that help like put out fires and figure out things. Oh, this happened or this happened. What do we do? And you know, through all that from being a, being an agent herself, doing file review, and then reviewing and learning and coaching and put out other people's fires, just has a tremendous amount of knowledge on you know the contract and real estate world and all the compliance stuff. And so what happened was a couple years ago, her husband had a job opportunity in Hawaii uh, that you know transferred out there. And then she wanted to continue to leverage her, her knowledge and assets here in Colorado as a licensed broker. And then that's where Preston said, hey, we're growing, we need help. And so she started off being our transaction coordinator. And a transaction coordinator is someone that's behind the scenes, all helps to make sure all the contract stuff gets done, uh, everything gets signed, and just all those little details that we just talked about. And to give you context here, Jessica's background, she's extremely overqualified to do the normal transaction coordinator or TC work. But as we were growing, um, you know, she was able to start really playing to her interests and talents, which is you know helping to build out our own internal processes, helping to make sure all the agents stem page making sure that everyone's in compliance. And I can tell you um, that when something goes sideways or there's a, a detail and dispute in real estate transactions, which happens, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, properties and people and every transaction is different. And sometimes they get squirrely, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, she's a person you want in your corner because she knows the details, she gets fired up about it, and she's like, ooh, let's take this, I'll figure it out, and then boom, she helps us win things and keep things together. And often, in a very polite way, coaches the other agent on the other side and makes sure that we get the transaction done while we're protecting clients' best interest. So just a huge resource to our company, and just does so much back-end stuff, but as you come through and start working with us and doing the investment consultations, you often see her looped in uh, to start helping with some contract prep stuff, 
but she's really a much behind the scenes person. And that's why we've created, I think, a new title in real estate for her, which is Director of Agent Operations, because she's so much more than a TC, and she does all the stuff behind the scenes. So another great, and again, talented person transition is Rose Widera. So she's working with Jessica to build out all the back-end office. And so what, what her background is, is she's been a licensed realtor here in Colorado for about 15 years. I know for a number of those years, she's been an active agent with Your Castle. So she's been out there helping investor clients, uh, helping people find their homes. But then recently, uh, her husband had a great job opportunity to move to Florida. And obviously, like, they moved to Florida very recently, but she didn't want to start a brand new career. She wanted to leverage her network, her skill set, and all that knowledge she has here in, in Denver and Colorado. So, you know, as we were looking for someone else to grow the team, we knew that she was transitioning. So again, another great fit there as well. So just has extensive knowledge of all the stuff in Colorado and also understands the nuances of actually being an agent, also work with the client, which is great for um, you, the client, on the front end, and also agents in the back end as they're wheeling, dealing, putting stuff together. So her and Jessica are going to be some behind-the-scenes people, but they keep the machine running. So last but not least, the last team member I'll introduce you to is Jen Mueller, and she's our director of marketing. Now, of everyone I've introduced you to, she's the only person who's not currently a licensed active agent. Now, in the past, she uh, was an active agent, and she actually owned some rental property herself. So she understands the game, understands the nuances. And so for the last couple of years, she's been really working with me um, just making sure all the marketing and all the content gets published, making sure all the details get done, um, and all that stuff behind the scenes so we can consistently put out podcasts and great content. I've had some great feedback from people saying, hey, how do you get all this content done? How do you publish all this stuff all the time? Well, she's kind of like the secret weapon behind the scenes, making sure everything gets done. Just high attention to detail, and we couldn't do without her. So for most clients, you will not interact with her, but she's behind the scenes getting things done. But we were doing more collaborations with uh, clients as they are house hacking, buying rental properties, other uh, professionals and agents around town. So if you end up doing some you know, content collaboration with us, you'll definitely be meeting Jen at, at least over email. So again, she's another, another team member that some of you may meet, some of you may not, but just a invaluable resource to the team. All right, so that's it for introducing everyone to the team. And hopefully that makes sense about how we're structuring it and highlighting everyone's unique strengths and abilities and how everyone's coming together to just bring their strengths to the team and build something great. So I'll wrap up with this. Our end goal is to really build an all-star team and to create a dynasty. Now, with all that said, we are definitely not perfect. We are in some uncharted territories here about structuring the firm. We're having some growing pains, but understand, this is what we're going towards. This is what we're building. And I'm just a firm believer when you have that team-centric people and you're the right people on the bus, you can't beat us.